All right, and welcome to Fit Feed Radio. We are back in business, and since our last conversation, conversation, woo, Ben is a married man. What's up, married dude? Yep, uh, here I am, uh, freshly married on November fourteenth. Feeling pretty good. Uh, it honestly felt really good to, uh, you know, uh, end the year off pretty well and be able to marry the love of my life and uh, have Vinny standing uh, right next to me as one of my um, groomsmen. It was a pretty good day. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. It was awesome, like, uh, reception, nice, like, uh, like scenery and stuff, especially where we were out at that barn um, and whatnot. So, no, it was super awesome. I was happy to be there for you, man. And, yeah, uh, I know you were away for a little bit, uh, too, afterwards. Had a slight little honeymoon, yeah? Oh, yeah. So uh, we literally took off the next morning, which was very interesting. Um, Our flight was supposed to be at five o'clock on Sunday and I was married on Saturday. So that gave me time to, you know, sleep a little bit because I wasn't going to be back home for a while. And uh, they changed our flight to I think it was 9 a.m. I want to say if I remember right. Yeah, it was 9 (laughs) a.m. So uh, we got back to my apartment at about... I don't know, maybe 1 a.m. or so. I got to bed at about 2.30 because I couldn't sleep. And then I was up in like two more hours. So I had to wake up, get packed, and get to the airport. And I was pretty much like a zombie at that point. But, um, yeah, we went down to Florida and uh, spent eight nights there. And, um, you know, it was a great week. Got lots of sunshine and perfect weather the whole time. I don't even think it rained one day. It was perfect. Had lots of fun. Um, you know, didn't focus on, you know, fitness or nutrition down there at all. I was just trying to enjoy myself and not think about it too much, you know, not make it about me. And, uh, you know, we're making it about us on our honeymoon, you know, you don't want to be selfish and have to be super specific and go to the gym every morning. So I took a week off and, uh, that week might not have spilled into the next week, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> and, um, you know, so when we got back from Florida, um, you know, I took another week off the gym because uh, me and Sophie both had um, the week off after that as well. And, you know, it was a great time here at the house, too. It was kind of like, you know, we didn't have to go right back into work the next day. So it was like kind of a nice gap. And, um, you know, the lack of um, nutrition and fitness responsibility really carried over there, too. And, uh, you know, when she got back to work, I noticed that I was just, you know, at the house working from home and it's just not, it's not a great time being in your house alone in the winter. I gotta be honest. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm not great at segueing into this, but, uh, we were going to talk about mental health today and the importance of your diets, nutrition and your sleep and your overall habits during the winter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, no, I think you said Wade great, Ben. I think you, you did it, man. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. But, we, we might not have practiced that and planned it out ahead of the phone call either. <laughs> right. But no, yeah, because um, the biggest thing, yeah, we were chatting a little bit beforehand, but like how you mentioned, you know, like Florida, you know, like tons of sun, like enjoying yourself, this and that. I mean, no stress, nothing from work, uh, like none of that lingering stuff. You're just there to enjoy yourself. But I mean, exactly. yes. Yeah, Especially like, you know, where we're at here in the Midwest, you know, the sun is not shining as bright as it could be. So, yeah, and even if it is outside to enjoy it, 
Right, it's exactly. It's freezing and it's not a good time. So it's pretty rough. And I mean, it's, it is hard too on, you know, your mentality, you know, like I, I was talking to Ben about it too. Like I literally like messaged my therapist uh, like right before this call basically. And I was like, I'm feeling kind of sad and down today, you know, it's just, it's one of those days. And I mean, it's okay, but it's also why I have somebody that I talk to um, about this stuff. But it's also why as well, you know, I try to control what I am able to control so that that way, you know, it doesn't bleed into the other areas um, of my life, to put it that way. So like, um, yeah, like Ben and I were talking to like, uh, like when it comes to nutrition and stuff, you know, it's not that it's necessarily going to be one of the bigger things that is going to, you know, be the biggest game changer. That's like, oh, as soon as I started eating healthy, my like mental health improved a ton. Like, you know, no, that's not really how it works. But by having something that like, external like that that you are controlling and working with all the time it can help you to you know just keep those things in mind and be more aware in general of your overall health and because of that you know you may be able to you know be more aware of your feelings you may be able to to you know function through your day a little bit if you're fueling your body with you know some pretty good uh foods then yeah you're probably going to feel better you're not going to feel sluggish even more so um if you're feeling that way so yeah just kind of something like piggybacking off that um not to interrupt you i didn't want to forget um in in terms um so in terms of uh nutrition as well like i can speak from experience that uh when i go multiple weeks when i make a drastic diet change which is usually in the winter i go from you know eating really good and trying to be slim and healthy in the summer and just being more active and watching what I eat a lot more. When I transition the winter, I often I'm inside a lot more and I get a little bit more lazy and I just start eating worse. And um, it's not like it's a direct correlation with your mental health, like Vinny was saying, but it makes me feel worse. Like I get a headache. I don't sleep as well. I don't perform as good in the gym. Um, And all those things just make you feel worse about yourself. And when you're already down because of the weather or, um, you know, any other thing going on, that doesn't help. So by compounding those two things together, they just kind of feed off of each other and it's not good. And another thing for me, too, is when I'm not eating good, I feel like I don't have to go to the gym. And I know that's not right. But I'm like, oh, I've already lost today. I woke up and didn't eat a good breakfast. You know, I might as well not go to the gym. I can just tell it's going to be a bad day. And it never works. I always think it's going to work in my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I let myself go today. And that compounds to a week, maybe two weeks, and then you're off target. And uh, especially for me. When I'm out of the gym for, you know, a multiple weeks at a time, I don't feel good. Um, you know, you don't release those endorphins, the healthy chemicals in your brain. And, uh, you know, for me especially, I don't feel like I accomplish anything when I don't work out. Because working out to me is like a, a checklist. You know, I feel like I accomplished something that day and I did something to better myself. And when you don't focus on your, uh, on your nutrition or your fitness – I don't feel like I am focusing on myself. I don't feel like I made any improvements. And then you just feel like you're kind of being stagnant around the house and that's not a good feeling. So continuing to 
I'm not saying you have to have the same exact habits year round. You know, you can let loose once in a while, but if you notice that you're completely going off the rails and that's affecting you mentally, then you might want to try to get back in some capacity, which is very important. You have, you have to acknowledge what you're feeling, what your body's feeling like and be able to make changes. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, no, I like what you said a lot too. It's like, it, it really is just more of a compound effect, you know, like, and it's true too, like studies have shown that, you know, people who do eat breakfast and start off with a healthier breakfast, like, yeah, they're more likely to, for this study, it was lose weight, right? So yeah, they're more likely to lose weight, reach their goals, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, it just goes to show like the power that nutrition can have when it um, comes down to things and just like your habits in general, because that's the thing too, is with winter is there is probably a disruption to your habits uh, some way. Like me, I was usually like going for, you know, 30, 60 minute walk after um, I was off of work every day. But now I, I don't really walk at all like because it's cold. I don't want to. Like I used to take Apollo every morning on like a loop around our apartment complex. I don't do that anymore either because it's too cold. Like, <laughs> like, you know, so I'm getting less steps in my day and that's just resulting in, you know, more, uh, being more sedentary, not moving as much and not really like even not even having the same you know, calorie output. So because of that, you know, it, it really like it, especially depending on your goals, you may want to adjust like how much quote unquote activity you're doing based on, you know, whatever calorie tracker you, you're using this and that. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add to that then. Yeah, um, you know, it's the same thing for me. Like, I haven't been able to take my dog on a walk as much either. Um, you know, I kind of have to wait till like the warmest part of the day to even have a chance to because I don't like the cold either. The summer is my favorite uh, season by far, and uh, the winter is my least favorite by far. So it's not a good time. I don't like being out there. So, yeah, you know, I wait till the afternoon and go on a quick walk. Um, just to kind of like let my brain get a rest and um, I haven't been able to do that every day like I used to probably take her on a walk every day sometimes maybe like I miss one or two days a week but mm -hmm. um, just that like mm -hmm. lack of activity and then you have to fill your time with something else and a lot of time it's not a healthy habit and you know it adds up it really does and um, something that I've been trying to do lately is um, try to be more active throughout the house um, because if you are stuck inside, um, like I have stairs in my house. Sometimes if I feel like I'm just getting antsy and need to move around, I'll just walk up and down the stairs and yeah. uh, just get my blood moving a little bit. Just, you know, my body moving. It just makes me feel a lot better and helps my mood. Um, so, you know, if you're sitting there and you get distracted and you're on your phone for a little bit and uh, you just kind of lose track of time, then you get off, you're like, <sighs> all right, well, uh, what do I do? You know, if you're in one of those moods, sometimes it helps just to kind of get up, get moving. You can even just do like some quick, like crunches or something, just something to get your mind off of, you know, the boredom just to kind of get you moving a little bit, get yourself distracted. That always helps. Um, something that I did earlier this year, like when we first had to uh, quarantine and it was still kind of cold out since like March, you know, mid-March or so. Mm -hmm. um, I bought Just Dance for my Nintendo Switch, and I would dance pretty much every day. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
you know, it's just a good way to get yourself moving and be able to have fun and enjoy yourself. You know, it, it kind of makes exercise not feel like exercise because you're still getting exercise doing it, but you're dancing to music and you're, you know, even if you're by yourself, I still have fun dancing by myself. I don't always have to be with my wife dancing. You know, I'll be down here dancing by myself. I don't care. No, you got Biscuit there, man. So Biscuit's dancing with you. <laughs> She's kind of like in the corner, like looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's judging me. She's like, oh, I don't know about that move, Ben. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> so it, it's like honestly it. just about like finding like little things around the house that you can do. And obviously you can still go outside and, you know, do your walks and things. And, you know, if you're responsible and following protocols, you can go to the gyms that are open and keep yourself active that way. And the biggest step with that is getting out the door because I know for myself, if I wake up early with good intentions to go to the gym and then you take the covers off and it's cold, it's really difficult to keep yourself motivated to get out of bed and go to the gym. That's the hardest thing for me because mm. in the summer you wake up and you're hot and you take it off. You're like, okay, I'm up, I'm up, you know, in the winter, like sometimes you set your alarm and you have good intentions and then you wake up, it's cold. You're like, oh, yeah, I can go back to bed. I can skip working out today. And, you know, if you do that enough, it becomes a habit and all of a sudden you've completely erased your morning ritual and, you know, I'm all for getting more sleep, but, you know, hitting snooze and getting an extra five or ten minutes doesn't do anything for you. So, you know, you just kind of have to be conscious of your decisions and, you know, hold yourself accountable, which is easier said than done. But if you're at least acknowledging what you're doing, it makes it easier. You have to be conscious of what you're doing and noticing these patterns and what's making you feel good and what's making you not feel good. The first step of that is actually listening to yourself and very hard to do sometimes, but we're all work at it, right? No, yeah. absolutely. It's not, it's not always easy, but yeah. you got to do what you got to do. All right. So next we wanted to chat and hop on to a different topic, kind of talking about uh, hydration too during the winter months. Because yeah, Ben and I both noticed that we definitely are not drinking as much water. I mean, even just for, hey, transparency, it's how you know if you're hydrated or not. Like, pee has not been as clear, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, hydration is a big one. So, Ben, what kind of tips you got for people when they're trying to get a little bit more hydration in their day and make some habits there? Yeah, um, I think the first thing you need to do is figure out what made you stop drinking as much and – I think for myself, it's the fact that uh, I'm not sweating as much and um, it, I'm not getting as thirsty as I normally would be because I'm not working up an appetite and I'm not, um, you know, sweating. So I don't really feel the need to drink as much. And it's not in my head as much as it used to be. You know, when I was outside, I would sweat and I would, um, you know, be in the sun, I'd be hot. I'd want to cool myself down with the water. And it's the exact opposite now. Now I'm inside most of the time and I'm not sweating. I'm not working out as much. I don't feel like I need to hydrate. And uh, that was the, that's the first issue. And, um, you know, I started noticing it like a couple days ago, I wasn't being hydrated. I started having headaches a lot more. Mm -hmm. Those usually go hand in hand with my hydration. So what I started doing, which is funny that we actually got on this conversation today because um, I started to have a water next to my bedside and as soon as I wake up, I try to drink a bottle and then I drink a bottle of breakfast and a bottle of lunch and a bottle of dinner. 
and that's just a good start. And then I try to have like another bottle between each meal. And then you have what, six or seven bottles there or just cups, just whatever you want to use to drink your water out of. But um, having some type of ritual is going to help because if you have one day where you're like, okay, I'm on this, I'm going to drink a ton of water, I'll be healthy, and you drink like a gallon or two gallons in one day, and then the next day you have no sort of routine, and then you're back down to like a quarter of a gallon. Um, So that's why it's important to have some type of ritual where you feel like you have a schedule, or you could even get yourself a gallon or some type of big cup and make marks in it and put like by 9 a.m. you need to drink this much or 12 p.m. you need to drink this much. And um, that's some people do it that way. I've always wanted to, you know, do it with like a glass before and after meals. That works for me. But uh, it also will help when you start feeling better after drinking more water. You're going to want to keep going on that um, pattern because like for me when I stopped drinking water I didn't really notice how I was feeling until I started putting the clues together and I'm like oh that's probably why I have headaches but you know once you get back three or four days in a row your brain is going to start putting it together you're going to get a habit built and you're going to feel better by drinking more water and um, that's all I got on that pretty much no for sure I love those ideas and yeah, I mean, it's weird too. Like, I mean, a lot of people do during the winter, you want like a warm drink or something, but then yeah. you're drinking coffee. Not that coffee's like necessarily like going to dehydrate you and stuff, but. Well, you definitely don't drinking... want warm water either. Right. Yeah. You're not trying to like drink a ton of like warm water and stuff either. Yeah. Let me but... go put on a pot on the stove and boil up some water so I can drink it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to decontaminate de- it or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, no, so I mean, everything that Ben said, and then, yeah, like, for me, personally, I know, like, I have, like, a half-gallon water jug that I have not used in a while, so I literally have full intentions on starting to fill that thing up again, and I mean, typically, I try to drink two during the summer, but if I can only have, like, one of the half-gallon servings out of it, and then a little bit extra throughout the day, that's cool, you know, I'm not holding myself to the same standards as I would, you know, when I am sweating more and stuff, like, Really, as long as your yeah pee is like the color of lemonade and not darker, then you're pretty much in the clear. <laughs> no pun intended. But so yeah, so like that's a good marker. And honestly, if you want to, too, I know this works for a lot of people is like pick a grab a bottle like or buy yourself a bottle that's like your favorite color, something you like. Like I have a Mandalorian like blender bottle that, you know, I pretty much use a lot. So you know, get something that kind of makes you excited and that you'll see it and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about my water. And look, baby Yoda. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, just kind of something to help you hold yourself accountable there and to keep going. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all valid. And uh, I think that can bring us up to another daily habit, which is sleep. Yes, sir. For sure. How many hours of sleep you get per night then? You want my goal or what I get right now? <laughs> well, right, let's go with what you get right now. And then let's go okay, <laughs> so uh, I managed to secure a PlayStation 5, which has completely <laughs> derailed my sleep schedule. Um, and, um, you know, I've been staying up every night playing till like uh, 1 or 2 a.m. And, uh, you know, it sucks because I wake up every day at about 8, 8 a.m. or so. And when I was going to bed at uh, 11.30 or 11, sometimes 10.30, I was getting eight, eight and a half hours of sleep. And, you know, I'd wake up a little bit earlier some days, but I was usually getting about eight hours of sleep. And, um, you know, in the winter, um, now I've only been getting about six. And 
just those two hours of getting less sleep have made me feel significantly worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never used to wake up tired. I was always a morning person. I could wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. And I could go to bed at like 8 p.m. And I had a good sleep schedule going on. And I can pretty much make my sleep hours wherever I wanted to. And, you know, that's a sign that you're getting healthy amount of sleep where you feel like you can go to sleep and wake up. And none of those are issues. And mm-hmm. I've never had issues falling asleep or waking up. And now I have issues falling asleep and waking up because I've disrupted my sleep pattern because I'm going to bed later and I'm waking up later or I um, wake up earlier, but I go to bed earlier and things like that. When you don't have a consistent schedule like that, it makes it harder because your body isn't, you know, keeping that um, clock in your you know, head regulated. And um, when that happens, it kind of throws you out of rhythm. And the past couple of days I've woke up and I'm like, I really need some coffee. And I like throughout the year, I don't really drink a ton of coffee. It's more like I like the taste of it. So I drink it. Now it's like I need it and I don't want to get to that point. And, um, you know, that, that's another thing too. I'm drinking coffee in the morning instead of water. So going back to hydration, these two things go hand in hand. And, um, you know, I wake up throughout the night and, you know, I have dry mouth and I'm like, oh, I need some water really bad. And then I have to wake <laughs> up and that's impacting my sleep. So you can kind of see how these habits kind of mix in with each other. And, um, you know, so I think it's important to kind of give yourself a range where you wake up and go to bed at like a certain time. Like you don't have to do it the exact same time every single day, like wake up and go to bed at exactly the same time. But I think holding yourself a tad accountable and keeping your alarms in the morning kind of consistent and your bedtimes kind of consistent is going to help you in trying to get at least seven to eight hours a night is what I'd recommend. But, um, you know, talking from experience, I don't always get that. And I can tell you without a doubt that I feel definitely worse when I get less sleep and I'm less productive. I have less energy in the gym. It just kind of derails me throughout the day. And that's not what you want. And I'm not going to you know, talk and act like I'm perfect and I get plenty of sleep every night. But I will tell you that from experience, it helps to get more sleep. So that's what we're here to do is make our recommendations. Yeah, no. I mean, something that comes to mind for me too is, I mean, both with like certain clients and stuff is like, you know, if, if you have a pregnant wife who is, you know, rolling around in her sleep a lot of the night and then like the kids move in inside of her and then she's like moving around a lot, that's probably going to disrupt your sleep. Um, something else too is like you know i mean even if you have a partner who snores like that's hard too um and then for me personally like my sleep lately has been disrupted because i have a jackass of a neighbor now who just moved in and they're blaring fucking ed sheeran at 3 30 in the morning if you can't tell i'm pretty livid about this so <laughs> that's horrible. definitely disrupted <laughs> it's disrupted. i don't even like his patterns. music i'd be really upset i hate his music <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what bailey keeps saying too <laughs> but it's, it's like, like if you're not blur some music at least blur something i like i mean that's what i'm saying like at, at our old place where we used to live too the guy used to at least play like rihanna or something i was like okay i can get on with this but like oh, bro, like sucks, he's man. playing despacito and ed sheeran at 3 30 in the morning and then doing oh. it again at six and i'm just like bruh what the hell yeah. are you doing so, yeah, I mean, yeah like... it's, it's like these things that you can't control are the worst things, too, because you want to, like, make good decisions for yourself and be healthy. And then things like that that are completely out of your control happen. And 
it really sucks and there's not much you can do about it, but you know, you got to keep trying to keep your habits regardless of your outside interferences. And it's really hard to do, especially in that case. And I'm fortunate enough with my neighbors that I don't think I have ever heard them aside from like two or three times. And I mean, I don't know if our walls are just really good or I can hear them, but they're home most of the time and I never hear them over there. Um, well, so, I mean, I'm moving in with you, man. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. I got an extra room you can stay in. Let's go. Yep. At least you get some sleep at night. Right. Well, oh, don't worry. We are taking care of this with our leasing office and stuff. So, would, but I anyway, be, I'd be sliding notes under the door. Like, uh, would, have you yeah. seen that uh, that office meme where uh, Michael is like whispering to Toby and says like I'll kill you? Yeah. I would. I would just slide that under the door. For sure. Oh yeah. But all right. Getting back on topic though. Um, Ben, one thing with you though that uh came to mind as well, and I think it's been affecting me a little bit. Um, too though is you know especially since you're staying up later and you know playing video games or whatever and then for me i'm staying up and watching tiktoks with bailey you know like that's uh you're getting the blue light exposure as well and you know a lot tons of studies right for that has been shown that you know it can affect your sleep um like melatonin production all that you know stuff that you need in order to get a good night's sleep so i would be really curious ben if like you did keep this up though is if you had like blue light blockers and you wore those like while you were playing if that would help I've honestly thought about that in the past and I don't, I don't know. I mean, like the, the thing with me is I've always had, I can fall asleep at any given point. I don't have any issue falling asleep. My issue is, is especially when I stay up late, I usually like wake up multiple times throughout the night, either because I have to pee or just sometimes I'll just wake up and it'll be like 3am and I'll just kind of like, sit up in my bed and kind of look around like uh is there like a demon in my room why am i awake you know like i knew if that stuff happens but i mean maybe i could invest in that i know my phone has a mode where i can do that like you in my settings on my phone i have like a, a blue lights blocker and i don't know if i mean i could try it to see if it would help but um you know i'm not sure i'll be able to put down my playstation um i gotta be honest it's probably just not gonna happen but even when I get off there, I still go upstairs and then I'm and then I'm on my phone for like another fifteen twenty minutes. So I mean, yeah. just that fifteen to twenty minutes blocking that out might actually help. And yeah. um, you know, like you were saying with the melatonin, I actually supplement with melatonin, and uh, mm-hmm. that helps me a lot. Um, the only downside of melatonin is um, I have heard that it can it can your body can get dependent on it after a while, and um, it, it's fairly cheap and there's no really side effects of taking it aside from your dependency on it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do take it and uh, it makes me sleep a lot better than I would without it. And I fall asleep within like 20 minutes of taking it. And I don't even really have to close, look like close my eyes for 20 minutes. I'll just be like sitting up watching TV or look at my phone. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. And I, turn my phone off and I'm literally like asleep in like three seconds, like not even like, and uh, you know, so melatonin is a good thing to take, um, but it gives me some weird ass dreams. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Like it, I literally have the most vivid dreams of my life and I wake up concerned about my, like my soul. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what, like what put those thoughts in my head? Because when I don't take it, I usually, sometimes I don't even dream. 
And other times when I dream, it's just something like super simple, like kind of weird, but super simple. And then when I take melatonin, I like, I wake up and I feel like I'm like Vincent Van Gogh on a fever dream or something. Like it's very strange. So, I mean, take that with what you will, but yeah. Fair enough. So if you want to possibly have some weird dreams, you could either take melatonin like Ben, or I hear eating peanut butter before bed also gives you nightmares. So another thing to consider. Well, that's sad. (laughs) Why? You've been eating peanut butter with your melatonin? I don't know. (laughs) No judging here, right? Maybe maybe I wake up at 2 a.m. and have a spoonful. You don't know me. (laughs) Hey, man. No, yeah, judgment-free zone, man. This is like Planet Fitness, but better. So the only things that are really dangerous in the winter are the um, the Reese trees. Oh yeah, those those are pretty. Yeah, I haven't had a I haven't had those in a while, but that would be a an example of a late night peanut butter experience. Would be five or six trees at one in the morning. So maybe just stay That's away fair. from the research trees. Yeah. So there's there's yeah. Last sleep sleep tip we got. There you go. <laughs> so and, um, segueing into our next topic though, um, is yeah, getting back to the gym in general. You know, kind of like preparing for it, um, stuff like that. If you are going to be going back at some point, you're thinking about it. Obviously, working out outside is not a very viable option. For most of us uh, here in the Midwest now, so unless you're yeah. one of those uh, crazy Russian people on TikTok that swim in the lakes in the winter, indeed, yes, yeah, if, if you're that's one of not those most people, people. So yeah, you, you're brave if you do that. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. So what you got, Ben? What 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 are you thinking? So you know, you get yourself in this position because you you haven't been eating good, you haven't been sleeping good, you haven't been drinking a lot of water, like the things we have said, and then the gym sort of feels like an afterthought because your mind isn't on health at all. You're doing all these unhealthy things, so you're not focused on your health, and then the gym kind of follows along with that because you feel like, yeah, I've already lost today, I might as well not even make an effort, and, you know, I feel that way a lot of times when I'm not on my desk. You know, the thing is, if you look at the gym as a chore like oh, i have to go to the gym to erase all of the bad things i've done throughout the day then it's mm-hmm. not going to be easy because you're that's a negative relationship with the gym you want to go there and have a positive relationship and actually enjoy going and i know that's very hard to do especially if you're one of those people that work out but don't necessarily enjoy it i'm one of those sickos that actually like going to the gym and i actually like torturing myself but if you're one of those people that don't you have to be able to find a time that you like going and finding music you like listening to and you have to find um, different exercises you like performing and that you're good at and you can, you know, use more weights over time and use more reps and more sets over time, you know, progressive overload. And, um, you know, that's the thing. If you can find a way to enjoy the process of going, that's step one because then you're going to actually want to go. Because if you don't want to go, then you're not going to go, and then we don't even need to have this conversation because you're not back in there in the first place. So that'd be step one. Yeah. Um, so let's say that you know, in this case, you haven't worked out for a couple weeks, maybe a month or two, and you want to go back. You should expect that your general level of fitness isn't going to be what it was when you last worked out because your body gets in a state of uh, – 
it's called detraining, which is, you know, the absence of training your body and, uh, your muscles aren't as active and, um, you know, your lungs aren't breathing as, as, uh, efficiently and your heart's not pumping out blood as efficiently and, um, your nervous system isn't as efficient and it's going to be more difficult when you do work out. Um, you might not be able to use the same weight as you once were, or you might not be able to like superset exercises, do them right back to back like you were. And I'm speaking from experience, if you can't tell, um, <laughs> it, it really sucks. And, you know, you have to realize that it's not going to be permanently like that. You're going to get back to where you were. And it actually takes less time to get back to where you were than it did to get there in the first place. Um, you have a very powerful muscle memory that goes on when you first get back to the gym. Um, even if you're off for like months to a year or so, um, the general rule that I've heard is it takes about half the time to get back to where you were as the amount of time you took off. So if you took two months off, it's going to take you about a month to get back in. I'm not sure if there's any scientific literature behind that. That's just what I've heard. And from experience, that's about right. And, you know, you just have to deal with it and, you know, accept that you're going to get back to where you were. You can't just freak out and say like, oh my God, I was squatting 200 pounds. Now I'm only squatting a hundred. I've completely failed. I have to start all over. It's not like that. You're just going to have to deal with a couple rougher workouts and eventually your body's going to get back used to it. You're going to start feeling good again and you're going to start hitting those goals that you start hitting in the first place. But the main thing is to not freak out when you go in there and you can't do the same weight. And that's right. hard for a lot of people, especially if you're one of those people like me that doesn't have an ego problem exactly, but is very hard on themselves and doesn't like to you know fail their own goals in their head because i'm one of those people that like i know what i've done in the past and i know like the goals i have and sometimes when i'm not able to perform my best i just feel like i failed myself for some reason you know it's hard to get out of your head sometime but you just have to realize that it's not going to be permanently like that and you know maybe the first couple days you get back in there you kind of ramp yourself back up. You know, you do about 50% of the workload the first day and then the next day you kind of do a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then just kind of gradually build yourself back up to it. Because if you go back in that first day and try to do the same weight, the same number of sets and reps as you did before you um, took time off, it's not going to work out well for you. And then if you fail at everything your first day, it's even going to make you not want to go back ever again because you're like, I can't do this it was embarrassing people saw me not lift the same weights you know first of all no one cares and second of all just take some time and do less reps less sets and uh, less weight and you'll be fine after a few weeks and you just have to get over that hump and it's easier said than done but the first step is getting into there and back after it yeah it's like um you know it's that mindset of your quote-unquote like ideal self right it's like mm -hmm. well, my ideal self was, like used to bench 315 now i'm only doing 135 pounds like what's up with that this is especially relevant in people who you know are comparing themselves to like their high school selves and now they're in their mid-30s and they're like oh it's time to get back to the gym oh i used to squat 405 here we go then they put a plate on and they're like, this feels like it's 405 pounds, but then they feel defeated and they keep running themselves into the ground and it's, yeah, they create that negative cycle. relationship like you were talking about. Yeah. And it's a cycle. So this is where too, it's really important for you as an individual 
to keep in mind in all reality, like your big picture, you know, I've been doing a lot of reading lately kind of on the importance of having, you know, it's considered a positive emotional attractor. So, you know, this is like your biggest like goal. This is what you want. You know, maybe it's a six pack. Maybe it's to lift a certain amount of weight. Maybe it's just to feel better. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, keeping things like that big thing in your mind is really what's going to help you in those tough times to keep pushing through and keep working towards your goals. Because not every day is going to be the best day. Like, um, whatever, like I say, too, with the like rule of five, when it comes to workouts, it's like, one's going to feel great, one's going to feel bad, and three are going to just feel meh. And it's those meh days and the bad day that you need to push through and keep your big picture in mind that's going to help you, you know, go above and beyond to continue reaching your goals and get those habits like we always talk about and that consistency to keep you uh going to the gym you know hitting getting closer and closer to your goals and just feeling better so yeah 100 percent. so it's uh time for everyone this uh holiday season if you are if you are feeling how we described and you are not doing some of the habits that we mentioned and you know, you're not sleeping well and you're not eating well and you're not drinking water. You're not in the gym and you want to get back on track. Use some of these things that we said today and get yourself back in there because I can almost guarantee you, you're going to feel better. And speaking from experience, this happens to me every single year. I, the winter comes around. I, you know, I sleep less, I drink less water. I don't go to the gym as much. I don't eat as good. And every single year I don't feel good about myself and I have less confidence and I just don't feel good in general. And, you know, you need to realize that this isn't a permanent thing. And if you do some of the things that we said today, then you're going to be right back on track and, you know, we won't have to have this conversation again. I think that about wraps but, it up. Yes, sir. But awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. We seriously always appreciate it. Share it with both of your friends and we hope to see you next time. Peace out, Ben. See you later.